Hey, this is Monty Nero, and you're listening to The Night Nerd. Welcome to The Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, Lance. It's Friday, so we're going to talk about what you want to talk about. And I'm guessing that's probably Tom Hiddleston. I mean, we've been talking Loki all week. The new show's out. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Go watch it. But the reason Loki is so amazing is Tom Hiddleston. He's just uh, I mean, so amazing, awesome, wonderful. All the adjectives describe him. Um, and he's a good guy, too, from what I've seen. A lot of cool things. So let's take a little look at his life and his story, where he came from. He was born Thomas William Hiddleston on February 9th, 1981. So... He turned 40 a couple of months ago. Happy belated birthday there, Tom. Um, he, Growing up, his mom was an art administrator and a stage manager, and his dad was a doctor. He was a chemist, and he was the managing director of biotechnology at Oxford University, or with Oxford University, a company that they worked with. Um, he had a little sister who is an actress and has been in a couple of films with him. And an older sister, Sarah, who's a journalist. Um, he He's from England, so on one side or another, he's related to a lot of, you know, vice admiral, royal type people. Uh, growing up, he went to a lot of boarding schools and stuff. So he was raised in Wimbledon. And then he boarded at the Wendelsome House School. At, when he was seven years old, he moved to Dragon School in Oxford. And I looked this up, and I'm sorry, it's not a school for training dragons or anything like that. Um, it's just a, a prep school and a pre-prep school. It's been around since 1877, and it, it's just a school. No dragons or anything. So, yeah, I know. I, I was like, that's going to explain it all. You know, he grew up with dragons, so that's how he's so collected and cool. But then his parents got divorced uh, when he was 12. The next year, he started at Eton College. Uh, then he would go to Pembroke, which Pembroke always makes me think of the mummy because, you know, she's like, Pembroke scholars, da-da-da. Oh, well. uh, and there he got his education and degree in classics, which is classic studies, you know, Greek and Roman literature, uh, Latin plays, stuff like that. It was also around this time that he started getting into theater. He was in A Streetcar Named Desire. And while he was there, a talent agent was like, hey, this guy is pretty good and then he started acting at the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art and he graduated there in 2005 so just to put things kind of in perspective that was 2005 Thor was 2011 so six years but even when he was in school he was landing TV parts left and right he was in Nicholas Nickleby Conspiracy uh, he played in Randolph Churchill, the son of Winston, in The Gathering Storm. And then after he gradu graduated, he was in a film called Unrelated. i try to mix those words together. From Joanna Hogg, who he would go on to work with a few years later um, and get like his a lead role then. Everybody just loved him. And he would do more plays where he won the Laurence Olivier Award for Best Newcomer in a Play in uh, Cymbeline and then he 
did stuff with Ian McGregor. Um, he worked with Kenneth Branagh, and this is when this is in 2008, and so this is when Kenneth Branagh kind of was exposed to him. He was like, man, this guy's good, and that's how he got cast in Thor. Kenneth Branagh brought him in, and you have to think he's mostly a nobody at this point. You know, hard just done a couple of roles and brings him in, but because Kenneth Branagh is Kenneth Branagh, he was like, check this guy out. And he auditioned for Thor, originally, because he's tall, blonde, uh, he, and he packed on some of the LBs to look like Thor, but everyone's like, you know, there's something about this guy. And they were having tests out for Loki, and that's, that's the rest is history. You know, it's... He, he's one of the greatest on-screen villains slash anti-heroes ever. He's just great. He played Escott Fitzgerald in Midnight in Paris. He was in um, War Horse with Steven Spielberg. He was in The Deep Blue Sea. Not the shark one. You, you're going to have an interesting night if you expect to watch one and rent the other. Um, although I'd love to see your reactions. <laughs> and then of course, he's been playing Loki ever since and occasionally he steps away to do um other things like the hollow crown or only lovers left alive and he always goes back and does theater as well that's i, I think that's kind of like his first passion um he even kind of after avengers he's like hey i want to step away for a while and just do theater and he did and then came back for loki but it's it's interesting, you know, I mentioned he was F. Scott Fitzgerald, um, he was also Hank Williams in I Saw the Light, so he's good at becoming, you know, people, real people, and doing things, but then he can also, obviously with Avengers, shown he can do CG stuff, but with Kong Skull Island, you know, that movie's like all green screen, it seems like, and he can do everything there. He won a Tony Award back in 2019, or he got a sorry a nomination for a tony uh just so many things and he's not slowing down it's crazy you know he's only done 20 films not counting short films or documentaries he's only done 20 films if you think about that like six of them are mcu so a, th a third of his acting appearances is as loki but we still love him, and he's still amazing. You know, I, I think that just goes to show his, his chops. Because you see him in something else, and you're like, "Oh, Loki's in this." Oh, yeah, that's Loki. Because like, if you watch Crimson Peak, that's not Loki. And he just everyone loves him. Everybody that's worked with him is like, he is the nicest guy. He's the best dressed guy. He even won. Rear of the Year, which is an award they give over in the UK, believe it or not. Uh, he wore it back, won it back in 2016. In between Daniel Radcliffe and Idris Elba, so good company there. But he, I, I saw a video the other day. Uh, he was in the UK, and this little kid came up to him, and the kid was deaf and so was signing. And he spoke to the kid in sign language you know, saying thank you for everything and, and just being incredibly friendly. Uh, he works with so many charities. I mean, he takes props and things from films that he works on, donates them so they can be auctioned, and is 
it's ridiculous all that he does. He's he's one of those people, you know, he can very easily have been just like a character actor. And, you know, Marvel is in Toy Story. If you see a big name attached to it now, you're like, oh, they're going to be the villain. Like Jude Law was or whatever. But this is back in the early days. So, I mean, well, you can argue that Iron Man, Jeff Bridges was a big name. But Hiddleston came in and gave us this role of Loki that is just... It will go down in history, I think. I mean, it's part of the reason that the Avengers, the first movie, worked. And if that movie didn't work, we wouldn't be where we're at now. Uh, and, of course, part of the sadness and charm and glee of Infinity War and Endgame was what Loki went through. And this new series is going to be no different. All because of Tom Hiddleston, you know. There's been different writers, different directors, different producers he's worked with. And everything he's done has been fabulous. So I, I can't wait to see what the future holds. You know, I'd love to see him in a stage play. I think they sometimes do those broadcasts, like where Cinemark shows them, too. I don't know. That might be kind of neat. But let me know, what's your favorite non-Loki Tom Hiddleston role? You can let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, you know them all. Just look for The Night Nerd. Or you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. Otherwise, that's going to do it for me today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.